Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at FCC, and we're continuing with TJ Stratton through the book of Ezekiel as we're going to be looking at chapters 30 through 34 here today. Uh, now, in this, uh, we at FCC, like I said yesterday, we do the Jesus Everyday Podcast to aid you in your discipleship, getting in God's word, uh, because we realize reading the Bible is a daunting thing. And one of the uh, passions that I have in ministry, uh, from student ministries. I remember when I walked away from the, not walked away from the church, but after I graduated high school and went to college to study, to be a pastor, the Bible felt awkward in my hands. I didn't know how to read it, didn't know how to open it. And once I figured out and found out how simple it is and how the Bible becomes non-awkward in our hands and how then empowering the scriptures are into the disciple of Christ's life, which is earth shattering to me. And so that's what I desire to do is to aid in helping you have the Bible not feel so awkward in your hands. Uh, so in this, we have our, our bigger discipleship pathway uh, of aiding in your discipleship. Uh, and we really open this up in what we call our next steps class. And if you've never been through our next steps class, or even if you're like, hey, I've been here at FCC for a long time, and I may have taken the quote unquote memory class a long time ago, but I haven't been through the next steps class. I highly encourage you to sign up at any of our campuses for this Sunday, December 4th. We have a next steps class. You can find a link to the, uh, to the signups in our show notes below. Well, as we hop in here today, TJ, uh, so people get to know you a little bit more, who has made the most impact on your life and why? Man, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, there's a couple things I don't want to blow past. Mm -hmm. One of them is, is my parents. Mm -hmm. Like they, uh, they nurtured me and provided for me and like built a lot of good character traits in me. Uh, weren't necessarily living a Christian life, but like created a foundation of love that was very easy for me to connect to the gospel mm. once I knew who Jesus was. That's good. It was, like, yeah. Just set, set a great foundation for me. Man, my wife has been tremendously impactful in my life, just about helping me to keep my eyes on the right things. Mm -hmm. um, really, she's she shaped me a ton. But really, man, it's, it's Bradley Abair. Okay. Uh, he was an employee of mine for a decade. He's now the pastor of Calvary Chapel, Roanoke. And uh, I, I love that guy. I miss not being able to see him. I'm glad like he's he's like being called by God and doing something different, but I just miss him. Mm -hmm. um, and like super solid in his faith from the beginning. And I just got to work beside him every day. And if you want to know like who Jesus is and, and the reality of somebody's life, like spend 40 hours a week with them. Like whoever mm -hmm. they are is going to get exposed. Absolutely. Through adversity, through trials, yep. through things that don't go well. Like we honestly, we have the, the greatest opportunity to shine a light on Jesus in those situations mm -hmm. if we can handle them well. Mm -hmm. Dude, he just showed me who Christ was day in and day out by, yep. the, by the conversations we had, the way he handled himself. And, uh, that like you think like uh, you think you have to be in a leadership position to have an impact on people, but that got totally impacted my life, and I love him, and I hate that I don't get to catch up with him more mm. than I do. Man, I love I love how you you walk through that of like spending. You want to know if Jesus is real in someone's life? Spend forty hours a week yeah. with them and see that. And many of you listening uh, work 
you're probably listening to this on your drive to work right now or while you're walking on a treadmill or running around or whatever it be, um, how you reflect Jesus in your workplace. That's why we as FCC think that Jesus isn't just a one day a week thing or a one hour a week thing. In the, uh, but there's 166 other hours of the week that we really want you to engage in the person of Jesus yeah. and, and live that out. So I love that, man. All right. Well, here today, as we're in Ezekiel chapters uh, 30 through 34, what text stands out to you that you highlighted? Yeah, Ezekiel 30 verse 8 says, Then they will know that I'm the Lord when I have set fire to Egypt and all her helpers are broken. Mm. Okay, open up that text a little bit yeah, for us. So explain to a, us. a little bit of context is God has, has like used Ezekiel to, to pronounce judgment to Israel chapter after chapter. Mm. Well, now he's kind of moved to the surrounding countries. Um, and so he's, now he's pronouncing judgment on Egypt. And spends a couple of chapters there um, on the, to different places. But... Um, I think to me, when I'm thinking through that reminder, it's like, man, it's just a good reminder to me of the company that I keep, who my allies are in life, so mm -hmm. to speak, are, are super duper important. Uh, we talked last, uh, maybe yesterday, about uh, scripture, like connecting to other scripture and enriching it. And uh, mm -hmm. I thought of 1 Corinthians 15.33 that says uh, that, that bad company corrupts good morals. Mm -hmm. And so, like, who we surround ourselves, who we spend our life with is incredibly important. And it's like we're going to go, whatever that amoeba is, like, to the, like, for the most part, we're going to travel with that group. Mm -hmm. And so uh, just a reminder to be super careful. Yeah, when you were saying uh, connecting Scripture to Scripture, even when you look at as we just spent, uh, I think it was four weeks through the book of Jeremiah, we have Johanan. I can't remember the exact chapter it's in. It's in the latter third of Jeremiah where uh, Johanan comes to Jeremiah and is asking for a blessing. Uh, and God gives uh, the, he speaks to Jeremiah, to Johanan and says like, do not go to Egypt. You're going to want to, but that's where you're Ooh. not to go. Yeah. And so then seeing that connection here into that, this text is like, uh, you see the thread of scripture yeah. portraying that they're not. And to me personally, that just solidifies in my personal faith, the validity of scripture yeah. that you have. Even when we look at where we find these in their old, the old, you know, thousands year old scriptures, like they were wrote on two separate occasions by two different people yeah. inspired by the same God with the same message and that God is a God of consistency yep. and not a God of incongruencies. Yeah, right uh, so in that, as we look at like, you know, as you just said, first Corinthians 15, bad company corrects good moral. Who have been some people uh, that just have been around you that have helped just yeah. shape you? I appreciate you asking that. Uh, man, one of those is thinking about life group, mm -hmm. to, be, to be honest with you. Like I was thinking about how hard it is for me to like work through the scripture and then talk to you directly about it. And mm -hmm. like a lot of times You'll ask us a question in life group or we'll, we'll be covering a text and I'll get to hear eight opinions of it. Yeah. And I, honestly, that helps me form my own opinion a lot of times. And so this is actually a little bit harder because it's just me talking to yeah, you. Yeah. like, man, I hope I got this right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, God help. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But life group is like a really important format for me to like mm -hmm. take some truth and sink it down as deep into mm -hmm. my heart as I can. Mm -hmm. um, and also, man, like I've just had an incredible, like God has blessed me with some brothers mm -hmm. that I get to do life with. You're one of those guys, man. I feel like I can always come to you with anything. Um, even sometimes there's something that's a little bit raw and I haven't, uh, I'm not ready to be godly about it yet, mm -hmm. but I need somebody to help steer me there because ultimately I'm, I want my heart and my response to be mm -hmm. from the person of Christ. And sometimes I just need a brother yeah. to help me with that. Um, I've met Coach Garst for uh, probably 15 years every Sunday morning. 
And like we turn off all the noise, we turn off all the the crowd, mm-hmm. and we're just like, man, who is Jesus, and what does he think about this? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's sometimes that's the word, and sometimes it's the situations in our life, and, mm-hmm. and it's just that weekly reboot of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, man, let's get this right. Let's because it's so easy in your emotions and in your mind to run a hundred miles an hour in a place that God didn't want you to be because uh, it's very internal. And uh, sometimes it's hard to get out of your own way. But when I have to articulate that to a brother or confess it to a brother, um, it's tremendously helpful to me. And Daniel and Robbie uh, have been two guys that has, and and I guess I'm so thankful that Mm -hmm. I've been surrounded by this group of incredible brothers. Mm -hmm. But uh, one from a thankful position, but one just kind of connecting back to the picture of like, man, I got to be pretty careful with that. Mm. Um, who who really my allies are in life? What's their motivation? We talked about that earlier. What's mm-hmm. their objective? And and making sure that that lines up with who the person of Christ is. And because I'm going to be a part of that amoeba either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've definitely been, just to reiterate that, you've been a massive influence on, on my life and helping me journey. And um, I think there's an aspect, uh, two things that come to mind. There's an aspect of, um, of our lives where like we have to entrench ourselves in gospel community mm-hmm. or biblical community mm-hmm. like through our life group so we're going to put a link if you're not plugged into a life group and you're listening like that's a great place to start today uh, find a life group and we would love to help you in that any of our campuses uh, so there's a link there in our, in our show notes you can find to begin that process to take that next step um, but another thing that I heard from you in that is like it doesn't happen naturally yeah it, it's intentional and I think that's like a, a separating factor of a follower of Jesus is like, and it takes humility. Like I need help to become more like Jesus and intentionally seeking out people Then yeah. how the process, the method of becoming like Jesus can be different because each of the relationships you talked about, like there's differences in there. Yeah. It's not like there's a one, one form fits all for, for your discipleship. Um, but there's intentionality. Like I need people uh, to, to aid me and help me in that. And even like the rawness that you talked about, like, I haven't figured this all out. I haven't yeah. gotten there. I'm still processing, but we don't, we, we're not supposed to like be in isolation, figure it out and then in, engage in community. Yeah. No, we engage in community to aid us through that rawness yeah. and to process through that. So, so I love that, man. So we've actually talked a lot about not just explaining the text, but applying that into our lives, yeah. community, any other thoughts you have on, on this text here in, in uh, chapter 30 of how to apply this into our life? Yeah, I, I think, I think that's really it. Like I was just thinking as you were talking, like, I always, I always want to process stuff with God first because mm-hmm. he, he uh, deserves that spot. Correct. Yeah. But he put brothers in our life as part of that solution, mm-hmm. and so I think kind of working on both fronts of like, I want to know what God thinks about this first. I want to, I want to think through His Word and know what He has to say about it. But I also like that's that's why mm-hmm. he created the church we're not designed to walk this thing alone mm-hmm. i know that if any of us have been walking through something alone dude that's that's pretty hard and is out of god's design mm-hmm. and uh yeah man. it's a miserable, let's, miserable let's, place to be yeah let's do this thing together mm-hmm. like, that's, that's what it's all yeah, about good love it cool anyway that we can specifically respond you think or feel like we kind of covered that uh yeah that's good man i i think for me um just being aware of what those relationships are and and like you said being intentional and seeking out those relationships that are going to lead me to be more like christ and honestly like uh being very careful with the ones that aren't leading us towards christ like not that we don't have a responsibility to that person absolutely but uh 
but we can't attach ourselves in, yeah. in the same way that we attach ourselves to the body of Christ and the people that are walking. Can't give them the weight of the impact that's into a, our life. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. yeah that's we're, good. we're called to minister to them, but yeah. Yeah. I've heard it said, you know, you're the, you're the sum average of the five people around you. Yeah, that's absolutely. closest to you. I, so, I tell the basketball kids all that time, mm-hmm. that all the time, like, and honestly, like, pretty true mm-hmm. you know, it is pretty, yep. pretty true. cool well thank you for listening here today on uh, the GC Everyday Podcast as we're continuing through the book of Ezekiel and hope to see you again tomorrow 